Welcome to another episode of the Word of God by M. Today, we are going to talk about the struggle of the church to preserve the message of Christ and the terrible mistake of believing we are perfect as individuals or as a church. A lot of damage has been done to the work of God by individuals, pastors, or priests who one day proclaim to represent the perfect church, the only one that was right, pretending to grow on the disrespect of other churches and in clear detriment of the commandments of God. 1 Timothy 1.15 reads, a faithful, sane, and worthy of all acceptation, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the first. Paul, the most prolific writer of the Bible, the one responsible for writing the letters that not only develop the doctrine of Jesus Christ, but also serve for 2,000 years as the tools for God to work in the lives of millions of people, said without hesitation that he was the most sinful of sinners. Paul said this with the purpose of not only giving God the glory, but that we as human beings would never take our eyes off the Holy Spirit. A pastor or Bible teacher can be a counselor to help make important decisions, but at no time can he become an interpreter or even worse, a substitute for the Holy Spirit. As believers, we have the responsibility to make decisions in light of our relationship with God who we want to marry, what job we take, what we will study, what friends we have, etc. All these decisions must be made in communication with the guidance of the Holy Spirit through your praying time. Romans 8.14 reads, For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Our decisions many times will lack the expected fruit, but you must learn to assume your responsibility and make these decisions and not delegate them. For some time, I belonged to a church where the pastor chose the couples, told a person whether or not to take a certain job, and even subtly choose the friendships. I want you to know that this type of behavior is always done under the premise we are looking for a church where the mistakes of other churches are not committed. This statement is not only biblically incorrect, but it is harmful to the believer and to the leaders who cast upon themselves 
powers that belong only to the Holy Spirit. In the Christian life, perfection does not exist or materialize until we die and go to the presence of God. That is why the perfect church will never ever is going to exist. And whoever pretends so is teaching a gospel that is not of God. In one of his letters, Paul writes to Timothy, and we can read in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verses 13 and 14, Hold fast the form of sound words which thou hast heard of me, in faith and love, which is in Christ Jesus. Keep the good deposit by the Holy Spirit who dwells in us. Retaining the form of the words that we read on the Bible, not twisting the Bible, means that you must always be attentive to what the Bible teaches you. And be clear that each of us as individuals, each of us as individuals, and therefore also each church are works in progress where mistakes and complicated situations will always arise. Retaining the good words does not mean becoming legalistics. It does not give you the right to call sinners to those who decide to carry their relationship with God in a different way, always within the teachings of the Bible. A church is not better because its members don't dance, don't go to concerts, or because they always carry a Bible under their arm. A church will have a correct doctrine when its leaders and members make love a priority. Service to others, a way of carrying the gospel. But overall, when above all, they care about bringing others to the feet of Christ by the hand of the mercy and love of Christ. 1 Corinthians Chapter 13, verses 1 to 4, read, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not love, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And if I have prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have all faith, so as to remove mountains, and have not love, I am nothing. And if I give all my goods to feed the poor, and if I give my body to be burned, and have not love, it profited me nothing. Love is long-suffering. Love is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not boost is not puffed up. The Church of Corinth 
was a church that faced a lot of problems. But thanks to those problems, we find in the Bible treasures that God wrote through the Apostle Paul. And one of those great treasures we find in chapter 13 of 1 Corinthians, where Paul helps us to understand the north that as a church we must follow. What is the use of being a person full of knowledge if you lack love? Why know all the mysteries, all the signs, all the Bible if there is no love? It is here where we must stop and understand that as workers of God, we must be kind. without envy, and above all, we must leave pride aside and refrain from becoming conceited, believing that we are the best church and that others are wrong. Today, I must recognize that for a long time, I only care about the intellectual knowledge of the Bible. That many said, how many verses you know? Today, I understand that I must give myself to the love for others through prayer, to the service of others cooperating and helping in whatever I can, because what do I want so many letters if there is no love? Let's read the book of Hebrews, chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. And let us consider one another, that we may stir up one another to love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as ye see the day approaching. The church that Christ planned is a church where we encourage one another to love and do good works. A church where regardless of our faults, we can learn to be patient and tolerant without criticizing others for what we disagree with. A church where we don't stop talking to our friends because one day we decide to think differently from them. A church where a tattoo a financial downfall or a mistake is not a cause to reject a brother or a sister. The church is the place where we should feel the most free to express our mistakes and not a place where we are graded for our successes and disqualified for our mistakes. Do you want to know the kind of church God wants? I invite you to read Matthew chapter 5, verses 22 and 24. But I say unto you, that whosoever is angry with his brother shall be in danger of the judgment. And whosoever shall say unto his brother, Thou fool, shall be in danger of the council. And 
Whosoever shall say unto him, Thou fool, shall be in danger of hell fire. Therefore, if you bring your offering to the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your offering. Therefore, behold the altar, and go first be reconciled to your brother, and then come and present your offering. Have you ever been angry with a brother, call him a fool or worse? Those are the questions that God asks you to answer, and if necessary, fix before presenting yourself before him. So is the church that he conceived, a church where love, forgiveness, apology, and mercy are the pillars on which the doctrine that is taught is based. Don't you worry about being an intellectual of the Bible and worry about being a champion of love and mercy. Thank you for joining me once again for another program of the Word of God by M. May God keep you safe this week, and don't forget to send your comments, questions, or emails to the Word of God by M at gmail.com.